The following is an archived podcast presented by the Branson and Hudson Foundation for Podcast Recovery, a Charles Austin company. It is the first and only episode of the podcast. Welcome to episode one. I'm Smith Michael Jensen. And I'm Michael Jensen Smith. And what's up? It's your boy Jensen Michael Smith, and I just hopped off the PJ back from directing and acting in my latest movie to tell you all what's up with my day-to-day. But I call it my payday today, because you know my bank account doesn't take vacations. Haha. <laughs> so welcome to the FlexCast. I use five iPhones. I have a Lego build of the Playboy Mansion. Move around the little girls, and uh, not to tell tales out of school, but... Uh... The bikinis are removable. I read seven books a week, which averages to roughly one book a day or approximately 365 or six per year. I have 20-20 vision, so I always know when my haters are coming. I can always see them even behind me. I got eyes in the back of my head. They call that 40-40 vision. To me, (laughs) coolest part of a book to read is the first and last page. I read the first and last page of every book twice a day. Fight Club, 48 Laws of Power, Meditations by Marcus Aurelius, The Count of Monte Cristo, Lonesome Dove, War and Peace, Machiavelli, all of those, baby, Band of Brothers, Plato, How to Win Friends and Influence People, Anne Rand, The Iliad, The Art of War, The Bible, The Jewish Bible, Hatchet by Gary Paulson, Thus Spoke Zarathustra, Moby Dick, The Divine Comedy, The Giver, Mein Kampf. I only read it because I heard he did great things with trains. But yeah. I guess I do a little reading. I crossed the damn river with the damn fox, the beans, and the chicken all in one try. I have a billion dollars just in one account, but I only need one dollar to survive. You know, I didn't know if my couch that looks like if a gamer chair was a sports car with teal and underglow was a good purchase until I saw a picture of myself in a brand new Untucket shirt laying on it. Then I knew. Holy smokes. I'm the fucking man. I'm still young, right? But like everybody, I want to live forever. So I'm storing all my blood in a freezer now so I can inject my own blood later when I'm old so that I can be like immortal and everything. I have five Bentleys and one of them, well, the interior is all signed Tom Brady's jerseys. I think one of the coolest things a man can do to feel like a man in this day and age is to own an exotic animal. I own a lion. His name is Mr. Vengeance. I also own a peacock. His name is Truth. I've been keeping them in the same pen to see if something metaphorical will happen, and so far nothing has. I read books because it makes my brain smarter. Each word is like a point, and I'm going for the high score, just like in my bank account. Some of you probably think The Count of Monte Cristo is a damn French cookbook, and you're probably cooking the books too since you don't grind hard enough. I have a, I have 14 houses. Uh, I have a candy store in one of my houses. I have four water slides in one bathroom. <laughs> and out back, I have a perfect climbing tree. I think one of the most important things, one of the most adult things that somebody can do in this day and age is drink a smoothie for breakfast because you're in such a hurry from business. I think that's something that if you know really how to balance your life and the importance of a busy schedule, Like me, you know, I think everybody in the earth would be a millionaire. And what do you do with that money when you have it? Well, you get some cool jewelry that makes you look like if Tony Soprano was Cuban. CEO of Michael Enterprises, entrepreneur, 
business director, associate CFO, world title holder, money getter, actor, rapper, producer, director, key grip, catering, and business owner. And you know I like to hear that stock exchange bell ring, and that UFC bell ring, and that championship ring, and those Christmas bells ring. But the only ring I can't tell you nothing about is a wedding ring, because I can't be tied down. But shouts out to my girl, Holly Grace Ashley, though. I never thought someone could rock yoga pants so damn good, especially while listening to gangsta rap. I have the best girl in the world. Well, one of them. Name is Grace Ashley Holly. She might be uh, someone you see on a magazine cover, or you might see her in the back of one of my cars doing stuff you're not allowed to talk about. Went on a fishing trip with Michael Jordan. He told me the secret to wearing shorts. It's this. He leaned in real close. He smelled like brown leather and a cigar, and his eyes were yellow, and his pupils were enormous. He said, the secret to wearing shorts is that they should end at your knees. And then he took a bunch of garbage and dumped it into the ocean. That's when I knew. I want to be exactly like him. Nowadays, everyone talks about candy crush or crushing cans, but they don't talk about crushing C-A-N on the stock market. C-A-N is the abbreviation for Canan Inc. on the NASDAQ or some shit, and it's up 31.4% today. You probably didn't even know that because you were too busy on your little phone game. I, uh, I have a Versace basketball. I give it back to charity. There's this, uh, this great kid I mentor, uh, Prince King. Good kid, sweetheart, but, you know, he's kind of from a rough neighborhood, but, uh, you know, I'm looking out for him because, you know, he's really a basketball prodigy. Big in AAU ball, already talking about going to USC. He's going to be in the NBA for sure. So uh, I like to look out for this kid, you know, show him the ropes, teach him about business. And uh, basically, I let him use my luxury downtown apartment to bang girls. And, uh, you know, I think... Life's not important unless you give back. So I've always wanted to be the kind of guy that looks out for people below me and helps them have sex with girls when they're not supposed to be. Okay, C-A-N, Canan Creative, known simply as Canan, is a China-based computer hardware manufacturer established in 2013 by NG Zhang. Canan specializes in blockchain servers and ASIC microprocessors for use in Bitcoin mining. I knew it was a fucking good investment. Up 31.4% today. You can't make up those kind of numbers. I have a speedboat that's 100 feet long. It can only fit one person. The guy driving it. That guy? It's me. I'm going about 150 miles per hour in the French Riviera, endangering everyone around me. I got sunglasses on. My head is shaved bald, clean, shiny in the sun, blinding all the other boaters around me. They're saying, where's he going? But the truth is, even I have no idea. Stripper is cool. European girls are huge right now. Uh, getting a woman pregnant's cool. Abandoning a child is cool, too. Uh, being on the phone inside of a helicopter while the helicopter wings are blasting away, that's the coolest way to talk. Wearing a tuxedo, holding a big cigar in one hand and a snifter of whiskey in the other. You know, two women in lingerie stroking my neck and face. Can you believe me? How lucky am I, huh? Till you realize. Take a look at my suit. 
$30,000. Take a look at my shoes, $60,000. Take a look at my cigar. It's made out of gold. Take a look at my whiskey. It's actually red wine. Maybe, <laughs> maybe luck has nothing to do with it. Maybe I'm just the fucking man. My number one business advice to level one hustlers, get you a bad bitch yoga instructor on a raw food diet who listens to gangster rap in yoga pants. I fucking love you, Holly Grace Ashley. I got a walk-in fridge. I get free sushi. I have Lady Burn scotch. I have every game system. I have a golden Xbox. It's signed. Also by Tom Brady. I designed my own beautiful home completely from the ground up, working hand-in-hand with an architect who called me every day. It's a four-story mansion resting next to the Pacific Ocean. And on the other side of it, a mock-up of the French Riviera. The river that I built to imitate the French Riviera cost me $2 million a year in water alone. And not to mention, if you want to come in and fuck with me, I have a... uh, Maybe something that you might might scare you away. I have a 300-pound custom pit bull that moves around like a snapping turtle. His name is Killer, and he's great with kids. Have you noticed how lobster tail costs more nowadays with the Democrats? When I was a kid, I don't even remember paying for it. Now, if you DoorDash it with some Macallan 12-year, it's like 30 bucks or like 100 bucks or like 500 bucks or whatever. I have dinosaur skin shoes. <laughs> They say I wasn't allowed to have those, but I have them. They also said I'm not allowed to have uranium, but I have some. Well, I actually have a lot. I don't know what to do with it, actually. I'm trying to move the stuff. But yeah, I got uranium. Bella Incognito is filled with brown leather furniture that I tested before I put it in my house to make sure it wouldn't smell like cigarettes, even though I smoke cigars in my house all the time. I think probably the coolest thing I did with my money, the thing that I'm, you know, most proud of, you know, I went and bought my mom a house, you know, the feeling that you have when you bring your mom, your broke ass mom and some cheap target clothes, she doesn't have anything good. And then you hand her just these brand new spanking keys into her dirty old hand. I thought, wow, she really owes me. Some people work all their lives to get their own house. Guess what? I got three of them by the time I was 25. So the next thing I did, I got my mama a house. And the next thing I did after that, I got my boy Michael Jensen Smith's mama a bigger house because I saw the house he got for her. And that thing was too dang small for that old lady who worked so hard all of her life at that grocery store or that shopping mall or whatever. So I had to double the size of that thing. I uh, have a tree as big as a football field. And it's perfect for climbing. And well, yeah, I had a Jensen Smith Michael come on over and showed him this tree. And I said, I'm going to build your mom a custom tree house in that tree. And I did. I have a new workout regimen that I've been doing. It's been designed by a former U.S. Navy SEAL. Yeah. And uh, technically, I'm not allowed to say this, but it was that Navy SEAL. Yeah. The iconic SEAL that... uh went nuts on the trigger and turned Osama bin Laden into ground beef. Yeah. (laughs) I was pretty impressed by that. When he told me that, I got, yeah, I'm going to sign up. His name is Blaster Slugger, and he starts every single training session by waking me up with my own belt. He whips me, and after that, I eat acai berries for an hour straight. 
And then, well, we skip straight to steroids. This money and this success shit doesn't come easy, so you have to grind for it. But nothing is possible without God. A lot of y'all thinking you're out here grinding, saying your prayers before bedtime? (laughs) That's schoolboy shit. I stay praying at least seven times a day. One to Jesus, five to Mecca, and one to Jewish. I got my bases covered, and I got lots of gods looking out for me. But more importantly, looking out for my paper and making sure those bank accounts stack up and up and up as high as the Babel Tower where they taught like Spanish and Chinese and shit in the Bible days or whatever. I have a football field made of crystal. I have a chess set made of bones. I have a guy that I make pretend to be an ottoman so I could rest my feet. I was in a club in Budapest, and I was on the balcony level of this crazy industrial nightclub and uh you know what i like to do when i'm in a crowd of people i like to look at them in sheep and think that i'm some sort of wolf and uh so i was pontificating alone or so i thought i was alone i said out loud mozart my man the music you make is music to my ears guess who tapped me on the shoulder it was uh you're not gonna fucking believe this it was tiesto tiesto brings me into some back room where he's got a computer set up and he plays a remix of Vivaldi Spring where he adds quotes from Step Brothers to it. I was streaming tears down my face. It was so beautiful. He said, I showed you this. You got to tell me a secret about you in return. I leaned in real close, probably the whiskey on my breath wafting into Tiesto's face, and I told him, I'm the illegitimate son of Donald Sterling. My holistic health practitioner put me on an all-DJ musical diet. He told me what Spotify playlists are healthy for me to listen to, and there's like only a couple of them, but it's just wall-to-wall. Tiesto, Aoki, Gueda. You know he's European with that crazy name because it sounds like a damn fancy cheese from France or someplace. I, uh, I had my own custom drug made. It's called Lego Head. When you take it, you feel like a human ocean covering a planet. And inside of the ocean, you could feel beautiful mermaids swimming around, you know, lezzing out, giving each other henna tattoos. And, well, it lasts about two weeks straight. I'm going to tell you guys something I don't tell anybody, all right? And I'm serious. You're going to keep this between us, all right? Because, you know, I hate to say this is some big dog stuff that people might not look fondly upon. Um, uh, in fact, uh, this is the reason why the love of my life won't talk to me anymore. Um, lean in. Come here. I, uh, I got a slave. I own a slave. I hit up Gary V to work on our YouTube NFT sitcom starring three bored apes, Lazy Lion number 4837, and Nico Lull, where all of them live in a luxury resort in Maui, and they say like the funniest shit all the time, and all this crazy shit is always happening, and like they go to Elon Musk's planet in space on like a SpaceX, and they invent the first kind of Vicodin to be sold on the moon. It's called like... Vi- like uh, it's called Lazy Lion Vicodin. I have a custom jukebox that only plays Foo Fighters. You know, I was 19 years old when I met this bombshell, Ashley Holly Grace. Uh, sweet girl, you know, she was actually on a on a Maxim shortlist. Maxim came to our town when you know she was in her senior year of high school, and 
she shows up to the, the I guess they were doing tryouts for the Maxim Hot 100 back then. I you know, and uh, she goes and she tries out and uh, turns out the guy, you know, wasn't even affiliated with Maxim at all. That you know, it was for. Long story short, uh, she comes home. She finds me with my slave, and uh, yeah, my pool's really long, though. I had one thousand Jay Zs eating at one thousand dinner tables for one thousand years, having one thousand crazy conversations every time. And after all that time, they finally inspired a guy to make a new Shakespeare, and it was even more profitable than old Shakespeare. His book. The Merchant of Miami Beach. Perhaps you heard of it. They turned it into a play and a movie, and then they turned a movie back into a book. And I read it three times, by the way. And it had a soundtrack, and it was the first one to ever win a We Got, which is like an EGOT with a Webby on top. Uh, I have a, I have a random Minecraft seed inside my house in Guyana. Got lost in there, and the uh, the government spent about. $950,000 tried to rescue me. Many people died. I had to pay off the whole, uh, you know, the, the federals. It was a big news story down there, but we got it covered up. You know, I'm, I'm a big fan of shiny shirts, big watches, G-Shocks, loafers. You know, I have granite countertops that have the Gucci logo on them. I'm big into blue and pink lighting right now. And hair gel, tons of hair gel. I'll cake the stuff on and I'll just slather it in there because it won't move. It's actually a really important part of my daily regimen. I have to put my sunglasses on first before I go for the hair gel or else I can't use my sunglasses all day. Since I got like so many like blessings and financial money and all that, it's like I'm opening a charity school in Dubai now as like a charitable business venture for me and to help needy kids in oil-rich nations where, you know, they go skiing for gym class and they get to watch live UFC fights on the roof of the big building in Dubai also for gym class. And they can eat like infinite lobster tail in cooking class. And they get to start their own drop shipping business in business class. And in math class, it's probably like, uh, you know, counting real money. I had an F-35 converted into a bed. I have a baseball that can fly at 500 miles per hour. I have a homunculus. I have a Snoopy. I have anything you want. But all I ask is your loyalty. You know, I actually haven't talked to Ashley Holly Grace in 10 years, but I know that, uh, you know, recently she got engaged with a man named Tango Picard. And uh, I've been trying to break them up by paying for extensive targeted ads that are make them feel like they're cheating on each other. And uh, so far, nothing's really panned out from it. But on the plus side, I did create a fake woman that Ashley Holly Grace is now Facebook friends with. And I only had to pay an Indian guy about $100 to set that up for me. My boy Smith Michael Jensen put me onto this Wagyu. It's like this steak that costs more money and has more health benefits in it. And it comes from like China or Brazilian or something. And it costs like so much damn money. I'm like, even my steak is successful? You know what I mean? I was in a billiards competition in Bratislava. I met an Asari girl. I had the craziest week of my life. Her and I, I think we're soulmates. But I never saw her again. 
you know, I have a private plane with my own personal bathroom that the pilot can't use. It actually has a detector on it. If the the pilot tries to use my bathroom, it'll crash the whole plane. <laughs> he doesn't know that though, but uh, you know, I do pay attention to the news every day if they're going somewhere without me. If you want a big bank account, you got to have a big vocabulary too. Like the word accrue. I'm not talking about your crew. I'm talking about a crew. This is a financial business term. It basically means to go up. So when I put more money in the bank, it goes up. It starts accruing, accruing, accruing. And then after work, well, I like to play hard too. So me and my boys accrue into the PJ and we fly off to like, I don't know, Maui or some shit. I have an IMAX iPhone. (laughs) My Christmases are pretty epic, if I got to be honest. The biggest trees, usually around 20 feet tall. I get lights of every single color. I make them so bright, you have to wear sunglasses inside of the room that it's in. And I won't turn it off at night. My neighbors are getting a little upset since uh, it faces the Pacific Ocean. It uh, blinds all the ships that are actually going along the coast. Uh, Either way, you know, the way I see it, those suckers should have insurance. I have a Christmas dropshipping business Because I know how busy Santa gets around that time of the year. He's busy as hell flying left and right everywhere. So I do all my drop shipping then to help the big man stay on his grind. And you know he hits me back under my tree with all kinds of financial and technological blessings. Gift wrap just for me under my tree. I have a Christmas village. I go there every December. Yeah, there are elves there. I go around hiding behind corners and bushes. And I shoot them with those salt guns for bugs. Trenbolone plus racismo pre-workout plus psychopathic sex drive equals my life. Vineyard Vines plus Vino equals me. Let me tell you about one of the smartest books I ever read in my life. Fight Club by Chuck, Chuck P. It's about these guys who can't talk about Fight Club. And it's basically about society. And they work in like the restaurant making money moves. And when there's a guy they don't like in the restaurant, they come in his clam chowder. But the rule in Fight Club is you can't talk about it, right? So all the guys are doing it to like these bad customers, but you never talk about the first rule, which is coming in the clam chowder. And that's kind of like how business is nowadays. It's cutthroat. It taught me everything I know. I have a Birkin bag made out of a scyther. I paid $10 million at Comic-Con last year to meet the cast of Cheers. And guess what? If that sounds like a waste of money to you, well, guess who got fingered by Shelley Long? Yeah, I'm an actor, but I don't really fucked with kind of all of the Hollywood stuff going on nowadays, and it's so political, and it's all about money. So instead, I write, direct, produce, star in, and key grip on my own shit. And that's like 12 checks right there. I have a... Real life op with the Dinty Moore skin custom made. For a fancy look, you basically go tuxedo, white shirt, black tie. And then I get an insanely tight jacket with the top button buttoned only. I get a tie bar that depicts two dice rolling snake eyes. And then I get those really short ass pants that show off my ankle bones. Now, if I'm going for a business casual look, we're talking hair gel out the wazoo, gigantic light brown cashmere sweater with black Uniqlo button up underneath, salmon peak pants and converse. If I'm going for a chilling at home look, it's going to be gray sweatpants that 
show off my special brand of underwear that makes my bulge look bigger. Uh, then I'm going to go Vineyard Vines t-shirt, Nike Air Max hoodie that says sport is God under it. And then finish that off with some Gucci Homer Simpson mouth slides. I hopped on the PJ and made a money move with my partner, Michael Smith Jensen. And, you know, we were up there in the PJ. We went so high in the air that it was international waters. We didn't even have to pay taxes on the business deal. <laughs> guess it's time for more champagne. You could put that on the card. <laughs> yeah, I guess this is what success feels like. <laughs> yeah, even my waters are international. I'm so international. <laughs> you know the boat from Row, Row, Row Your Boat? I have that. I have an old woman who lives in a shoe. I have... <laughs> You're not going to believe this. I have an orphanage and I'm always allowed to have more porridge. I have a ULLC, an unlimited liability corporation, because I don't believe in hiding behind fucking anything. You know, when I grew up and I hadn't seen the whole world and everything, I thought that porridge was like for poor people and like people who was too, they're too lazy to have a home and stuff. But then my boy Smith, Michael Jensen showed me like this new kind of porridge that's like at like Nobu 2. And they put basically like a lobster tail and a wagyu in it. And then you go outside and like there's like a, well, you stay inside, but it's like there's like a window and all the poor people can watch you eat while they're outside in the cold. And it's like, it motivates them because they probably didn't even know about how wagyu is like a more better, more expensive steak. I went to dinner with Jay-Z. We had wrapped caviar. He told me the secret to his whole thing was the blueprint. I said, your album? And he said, no, the blueprint for this real estate. That's how I made my money, my real estate. That's when I bought my first house. I guess I've made it because I do own my own custom H3 Hummer Sport Utility Convertible with its very own central hookah console. I actually had to remove the windshield because of all the smoke. And uh, yeah, it's not pimp my ride, but I guess I'd say I did pretty good for myself because on the inside of it, it has a camera. That records everyone in slow motion, and it's aimed right at the hookah. And uh, I don't want to tease too much, but uh, in the back seat, there just might be Mario Kart. I had dinner with Jay-Z at his ranch in Montana. Just me and Jay. Beyonce stayed home to raise the kids and everything, you know. Holly Grace Ashley, she was holding it down at my pad. It's just me and Jay. I got there. I thought, you know, I'm like, Jay, where's the Wagyu? And he's like, oh, it's not dinner time yet. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, come sit at the table. Dinner's later. He pulls out a bunch of finger paints and he's got some coloring books, like Mickey Mouse Disney coloring book. And he opens the page. It's like a big ass book for little kids. You know, the pages are huge. Um, and we start, you know, putting our fingers in the paint and painting like Minnie Mouse and Goofy and everything. And I'm like, Jay, I thought you were going to teach me about business. You're basically the only guy who could teach me more about business than I already know. And he's like, it's all basically the blueprint for me. And I'm like, what do you mean the blueprint? Like, what is the blueprint? Can you tell me? And he dipped his thumb into the blue paint and he gently rubbed it on my cheek. And he said, the blueprint. And then we ate cherries together and laughed and got so silly. I made a deal with Jay-Z, a business deal. And when we came to an agreement, he uh, had the, the papers drawn up in a contract for me to sign with him. And uh, 
after I signed it, I got 100% of the earnings. And I said, Jay, what are you doing? You're not making money off of this. What are you, what are you going to do? I'm making all the money. And he said, don't worry about it. This is your, this is your deal. You're going to make all the money from this. I said, why? Like, you didn't say anything about this. And he said, did you read the blueprint? And I didn't look at, at the bottom of the contract, a very small writing in blue font. It said that I would get 100% of the earnings from this deal. I was talking with uh, Jay-Z at dinner. We were in Monaco and, uh, you know, he was having the duck a l'orange and so was I. We like to call it, uh, the we call ourselves the a l'orange boys sometimes. Well, that's neither here nor there. The subject manners shifted from uh, the combination of turtlenecks and blazers to classical paintings. And me and Jay-Z agreed. The only non-bullshit painting subjects are naked chicks, fruit, war crimes, you know, a draw a still frame drawing of an empty bottle, an apple with a bite in it, boats and or horses, revolutionary war depictions of cannons, and uh, last but not least, the only acceptable paintings are landscapes that look like a woman's naked body if you squint. Those are the only acceptable art types. So, you know, obviously... Jay-Z had me over for dinner, right? So I had to get him back. Jay-Z came to my place. Holly Grace Ashley went to New York to hang out with Beyonce. And Jay was like, where's the Wagyu? Where's the lobster tail? And I was like, shh. I put my hand up to his lips. And I pulled some gooseberries out of the fridge. And we fed them to each other as an aperitif. Then Jay was like, Where's the Wagyu? Where's the lobster tail? I'm like, come on, patience, patience. You can't eat before you go in the pool, so we can't eat too much. So we got in the pool, and we started splashing each other and playing and having so much fun. And then we went out into the driveway where I had two Bugattis ready. I just rented them. And we were, like, racing them. And even though they're going fast, we were still going, like, vroom, 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 you know, because it feels good just to, like, say vroom. Like, you really feel it when you say it, you know? And I got, I got all these blocks and like Ninja Turtles and stuff. And we were like hitting the trucks into some blocks and we were going so crazy. And suddenly it was like 10 p.m. and we forgot to have dinner and we didn't even talk business. So it was like, all right, I'll DoorDash the Wagyu. And this damn Wagyu, it was like, I don't know, 30, 500, 600 bucks. It's so crazy with these Democrats nowadays in office. You know, uh. Art is easy, you know, to kind of figure out how to get your money's worth. You got your Banksy's, you got your Basquiat's, you got Picasso, Van Gogh, Monet, you got Michelangelo, Rembrandt, the good classic guys, guys that kind of painted the sides of churches. But, uh, you know, music is a lot harder to decipher what's cool in that because rock and roll music sucks, but the electric guitar is the only cool instrument. Many pontifications like these and more are uh, available on a self-published book that I'm now writing. Um, look for it in September, but I'm going to give business advice you know, through the lens of somebody that went back in time. My art collection is basically just chiseled-ass sculptures of like Greeks and Romans and Italians, and also there's some contemporary artists in here working in that same space like the sculptures there's this guy jeff coons who i'm really fucking with right now he's mostly focusing on sculptures of like balloon dogs at the moment but like i kind of put those dogs next to my italian guys and my roman guys because like well 
Like, dog, he's man's best friend, and I don't even trust any human to have my back. I have Ron Artest's malice at the palace underwear. Was my Valentine's Day like? Oh, honey, you'd love to see it. Roses, obviously, dozens of roses, leopard print circular bed, hotel room with a hot tub right next to the bed in case you got to go from one to the other. I choke up the whole fucking room with rose petals. If she rolls over during sex, she's going to be choking on those suckers. Costs about $1,000 in rose petals alone. Uh, in terms of the hotel room, I think I overestimated. Uh, there were so many rose petals, I was sort of wading into them, uh, about testicle deep in them. and uh, It actually covered up the bed, and we fell off it a lot. But uh, to me, Valentine's Day is really only about one thing. That's having sex at least three times or else I freak out and start punching the walls. You know, in order to make money on the stocks and the crypto in the future, you have to understand the past or else you'll be doomed to repeat it in a way that won't make you any money. Like normally if a stock thing happened in the past and it repeated, then you could easily make money off of it. But it kind of reminds me of something my, my friend Giuseppe told me, real old guy, old head in the stock trading business. He told me, In 1929, there was a crazy stock market crash where everything went down, down, down. You don't like to see that as an investor. But the wisdom in his words was such that if I could get a time machine and short the market in 1929, if I go back, I'll be the richest man in the history of all of America and beyond. All I need is a time machine and the wisdom of the stock market from my friend Giuseppe. I, uh... I got invited to attend a party at Yankee Doodle's place. My friend Michael Jensen Smith knew him. And uh, he said, don't bring up the, you know, the thing. And I said, okay, what do you mean? He said, you know, the hat. I said, don't worry about it. I don't know what you're talking about. Then after a few drinks, I find myself, you know, wandering around this estate. And I find myself in a study. There sitting on the mantle is a, uh, a hat with a feather in it. And I knew right then that was macaroni. Long story short, I get called back to the party and we, uh, we decide to have game night and uh, Yankee doodle. He had a candy land set with real candy in it. Can you believe that? I was with French Stewart and we were going to a bathtub themed sex party in Ibiza. I had just recently purchased a, uh, See the land vehicle that uh, I had just taken out into the water for the first time. Unfortunately for me, I forgot to activate the transition to the wheels, and I came barreling into the uh, to the mansion at around thirty miles an hour. I ended up flying straight over the surface. The wheels came up right when I was going over the pool. We end up hitting the edge of the pool doing a ramp going over the mansion and we pull up land in the driveway in the front yard. Everybody's laughing. The entire back thing of it is messed up and you'll never guess who came up to me and punched me in the throat as hard as she could. It was Kat Dennings and she was wearing a drama mask and was naked from the waist down. 2.30 a.m. Wake up. 2.35 a.m. Text Dave Portnoy, you up? 2.45 a.m. Prayers and vitamins. Turmeric. Vitamin C. Vitamin D. Vitamin B. Vitamin B12. Basically all the Bs 1 through 12. 
3.15 a.m. Breakfast, which is just three gooseberries as an aperitif. 3.40 to 5.15 a.m. Workout. 5 a.m. Post-workout meal. Wagyu. 6 a.m. Shower and prayers. 7.30 a.m. Golf and listen to Barstool Gossip Podcast. 7.35 a.m. Make a money move. 8 a.m. Lobster tail snack. 8.01 a.m. Prayers while I research about business and stocks on my phone. 9.30 a.m. Cryo chamber recovery. 10.30 a.m. Lobster tail. 11 a.m. Hang with my Instagram baddie GF, Holly Grace Ashley, on a raw food diet who listens to gangsta rap in her yoga pants. 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eating window. Might eat lobster feet and claws and breast meat and shit. 1 p.m. Lunch. Lobster tail. Wagyu. 2 p.m. Meetings. Prayers. Emails. 2.05 p.m. Cryo chamber recovery. 3 p.m. Make money moves on my crypto and my NFTs. 3.05 p.m. Cryo chamber recovery. 3.25 p.m. Prayers. 3.30 p.m. Snack on lobster tail and Wagyu and Moo Town cheese dip and crackers. 4 p.m. Workout. 4.10 p.m. Return my girl Holly Grace Ashley's Prada bag to the Gucci store saying they sold me the wrong brand so I can get her a brand new one that's worth twice as much. 5 p.m. Prayers. Lobster tail. 5.30 p.m. Wagyu. Dinner time. 7.30 p.m. Bedtime. Prayers. Wake up at midnight. Prayers. Work out for nine hours, 9 a.m. <laughs> prayers. I eat breakfast, four steaks. Work out for nine more hours. Prayers. I drive my car. Go home. I eat protein ice cream, bubblegum flavor. Prayers. I watch Family Guy. Go to bed at 11.30 p.m. 5 a.m. Wake up. 5.15. Pick my own grapefruit off my grapefruit tree. 5.30, pray under my grapefruit tree that I will stay humble despite the bounty of blessings God has chosen to give me because no one else is working as hard as I am. 5.44, texting. 6, first business calls of the day. 6.15, profit and loss. 6.30, expenditures in terms of business in respect to potential new business horizons. 6.45, lunch. Skip breakfast. Go straight to lunch. Make your day more efficient. 7, get dressed. Skin-tight maroon suit. Put hair gel in after you put your sunglasses on so it looks great, but now you can't take your sunglasses off all day. 7.15, call children that I have in other countries to give them life lessons. 7.30, unerotic massage. 7.45, erotic massage. 8 a.m., lunch 2. 8.30, PowerPoint about business. 8.45, general ruminations. 9 a.m., texting women. 10 a.m., dividends and arrears. 10.15, meet with prospective romantic partners at a hotel lobby to see if they will sign an NDA about my penis. 10.30, calling local priests to let them know how much I respect God. 10.45, sales calls. 11, refresh the Facebook page of a woman I I knew in high school named Ashley Holly Grace while slowly circling the mouse cursor over her profile picture as if I was gently stroking her cheek. I do that for two hours until lunch three at one o'clock. 1.30, afternoon business calls. 2 o'clock, free time. 2.15, power nap. 5 o'clock, lunch four. 5.15, check in on my dilapidated low-income housing properties and reset all of my booby traps. 5.45, Starbucks break. 6, dinner at 
a l'orange, a theme restaurant where the theme is what if the restaurant only sold duck a l'orange? Meet up with my business partners, Steiner, K-Bong, and Breeder. 7 p.m. Drink after drink. Chasing the good life. Getting knuckled deep in some tens on the black. <laughs> Getting knuckled deep into some tens on the dance floor. Start blacking out. 7.30, I'm blackout drunk. Get a bottle. Get a table for bottle service. Try to find a community college girl on the dance floor and ask her if she wants to make $300 by pretending to be my footstool all night. 8 p.m., take a woman who is so drunk she can't stand out to look at my Lamborghini Esperanto, the first luxury sports car with only one wheel. And when she starts closing her eyes, I help her lay down into the truck bed of a Chevy Avalanche and I go back inside the club. 8.30, lunch 5. Nine, sit on the toilet drunk as a skunk and see that Ashley Holly Grace has posted a picture of her at a club called Toga's Tavern and I drunk drive there. 9.15, fall asleep in my running car in the parking lot of Toga's Tavern. 11 p.m., wake up again, rally. Go inside to Toga's Tavern, holding my Bob Marley-themed credit card high into the air over my head and making swiping motions whenever I make eye contact with the bartender. I order 100 shots and they only give me 10, but they charge me for all of them. 11.30, put drops of Jupiter on the jukebox. 11.45, mad my song isn't playing on the jukebox yet. At midnight, mad my song isn't playing on the jukebox yet. 12.15, see Ashley Holly Grace sitting at a table on the back patio and I start getting nervous and I go to the bathroom and start asking people if they will sell me cocaine. Then they ask me to leave. 12.30, fall asleep in my car waiting for delivery pizza that I ordered to the parking lot. 5 a.m., wake up. I am all about intermittent fasting my raw food diet yoga pants gangsta rap gf holly grace ashley put me onto the whole thing after waking up and prayers and playtime and sports and money moves i don't eat i just hit the gym i aim to fast for 18 hours a day at least five days per week and then in the other hours i eat basically meals and food and lobsters and parts of other animals and like steaks, for example. Wake up again at midnight, pray, work out for nine hours, eat breakfast, wrap caviar, work out for nine more hours, drive my car, eat protein ice cream, cotton candy flavor, watch American Dad, cuddle with Grace Ashley Holly, go to bed at 11.30 p.m. Fran Lebowitz put her fingers in my mouth in an early morning secret sex party at the Museum of Modern Art. I made love to her for three hours straight while she complained the whole time like some sort of upper-class female Andy Rooney. Thankfully, I came twice because, well, <laughs> not to brag, but uh, I took Charlie Sheen's masterclass class on male sexuality. Intermittent fasting is like a whole new way of eating lobster tails. I don't have to do any cardio. I don't have to spend any time at the gym, and I get twice as good results. And I see those results in my stocks and crypto too. Like I'm hungry for it literally, right? So the numbers basically go up too while the calories go down. Like the numbers and the calories have like a perverse relationship, but not in like a perverted way. I have an MRI machine in my house. I have a cop car. I have a Dragon Ball. I have a clone. I have a missing number. I have a castle on a cloud. I have Tommy Versetti's shirt. I have a gun that I can drive. I have 4 million nudes on my phone. I have a tunnel that leads to Dave and Buster's. I have pink elephants on parade. Me and uh, Chris Betson were at a cigar bar showing each other our W-2s just for shits and giggles. And uh, 
That's when uh, I noticed Chris got a little upset that maybe my uh, year-end earnings were a little higher than he was. And, uh, you know, when two alpha males go at each other, they go hard. So uh, he threw down the gauntlet and told me he wanted to have a cigar smoking contest. Long story short, we skip ahead two hours. There's actually so much smoke in the building, a waitress there actually died. You know, I pray seven times a day, one to Jesus, five to Mecca, one to Jewish. I know I've talked about this before, but I'm telling you, this is important. It's because prayer is the only thing I need seven servings of per day. See, intermittent fasting has been linked to benefits including weight loss, improved heart health, and lower blood pressure. However, personal trainers and nutritionists say weight loss only occurs due to being in a calorie deficit, but that can't be right because I stay in a surplus mentality in my bank account and my calories and otherwise. You know, even when I'm fasting, life just moves so fast for me, right? I might have a couple of espressos. I might have some protein shakes and maybe like sometimes a lobster tail, sometimes blended up into the shake and sometimes just in tail form. Because that's the recipe for success. And that's the only recipe you need to grind to the top. I have shoes I don't have to tie the laces of. I have a chow garden. I have a million dollar scratch off ticket that I haven't used. I have three men in a tub. I have a secret egg. I have a mini me. I have a Sisyphus. I have all the homies figurines. I have the Ten Commandments. I have three brain tumors. I got bub bub gumber. <laughs> Being a DJ is a smart part-time job, and it's not hard to get. All you have to do is take a selfie with no filter on Instagram next to some dope street art. I intermittent fast. I do stock and crypto. My bitch is that kind of bitch that listens to gangster rap in yoga pants. How did I get it all? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to explain. I'm trying to share with everybody the information about my payday today lifestyle and like the fruits and vegetables of my success because I'm really seeing these benefits alarmingly quickly. Everyone thinks I must be like 700 years old with the amount of gold and money and jewels that I have. But I'm like, no, I'm 24. And basically all my blood is in the fridge and I'm going to live forever because of that. Me and my friends pay a fishing boat to take us out in the waters of Aruba where we, uh, we don't really fish we pay young influencers to come out with us and we all take turns throwing them overboard. No one ever finds them. I designed the perfect woman with help of an engineer who graduated from MIT. Her name is Holly Goodbody and she only wears thongs. She walks around my house in lingerie all hours of the night. We haven't figured out how to get the, well, it is a robot woman to emulate sleep yet. So she's always sort of wandering around, shuffling around in my house and various schoolgirl outfits, nurse outfits, and the like. So we're figuring out some kinks, but I think at this point, I might be the most enviable man on the planet Earth. Guess what? I'm making another money move. <laughs> Probably thought I wasn't about to do one, but I am. I'm opening a restaurant in Dubai with the Taliban because they know about like Egypt and Dubai and like that kind of shit in like the area, the region. And I know about like the cuisine, the lobster tails, the business moves, right? So it's a match made in heaven, even though we got a different viewpoint and perspective on like peace and values and freedom. I had dinner with Jay-Z. He was telling me about this uh, new business opportunity to 
Vestin with him and uh it involved opening a restaurant that only served Wagyu beef and lobster tail. I said, that's crazy. Why wouldn't you just serve wrap caviar? And he said, because people can't afford it like we can. And I said, that's true. I was at a uh, Victorian era style Bacchanal and I was talking to these two girls who obviously didn't know who I am. And so I was uh, bragging a little. I will admit I was bragging a little bit about my... Uh, Risky medical procedures that I've been doing lately, uh, having silicone frozen and injected straight into my bloodstream, having various bacteria strategically placed at uh, areas around my mouth and anus. Um, all of it has been done to give me refreshing, crisp skin that bounce back to the touch. And, uh, you know, as I was bragging to this woman here, uh, you know, it's the most embarrassing thing. Uh, you know, I got a call from my slave, and that kind of uh, ended things there. But uh, I like to make a little time to swim in a lake for self-care and relaxation. The lake is in my backyard, and it's basically a man-made lake that is above ground, and it's like fenced in, and there's a ladder in it, and there's a guy who comes every weekend to clean it and put chlorine in it. And take out all the dead fish who died because of the chlorine and stuff. I have 300 sniper rifles. I have a piano that's all black keys. I have every cereal. I have a marching band. I have every super soaker. I have a booger wall in the Burj Khalifa. I have a Mona Lisa. I hang out with King Kai. I have a Swiss Army knife. I have a Grinch. I want to tell you about the time I was working on a book with Fraser Crane that was on a reconstruction of the language of Proto-Indo-European. Oh, hold on, guys. Yeah, Credit Karma is calling me again. They're trying to give me another award. I started my own shrimp farming operation in my pool house. I'm selling shrimps to basically local businesses, to restaurants, and to eateries, um, boulangeries, uh, bakeries, basically a lot of different types of businesses doing different business deals. And essentially these shrimps just chill in the pool house. They got a big vat in there and they all just like to chill and hang out in the pool house. But sometimes I let them come into the pool. I bring them out, bring them into the pool. You know, in the afternoon before the girls come over, they like to relax. They like to swim around in that extra spacious pool. And I guess it's just crazy because I could even make a money move in a pool. And basically, sometimes I forget to put the shrimps away because the girls come over, they get there, and I'm just like, well, I made a big-ass shrimp cocktail for you girls, and they like think that's so crazy and cool and how rich I am, and they think I'm like basically professional and money move maker and uh, businessman. I've been working with a team to create the first human DVD. Hopefully, it'll be me, but I'll be the first human that you can play and watch. Maybe have some bonus features. I was bragging at the de at this debutante ball about how much money I'd made at cryptocurrency. Well, if you want me to get technical, it technically hasn't been in cryptocurrency. But basing prime material deals off of cryptocurrency-based metrics that took AI and was able to analyze the ongoing market. And forgive me for getting too technical. There's just simply no other way to explain it. We use the AI to analyze the current ongoing comparison between actual materials and 
prospective digital currency or else digital ma- uh, you know nature we're talking about like digital cow futures digital grain futures digital meat markets we're able to take all of this and use it and bundle it into an advertising package that we're able to sell to media companies on the fringe of the AAA markets they're able to take that data packages and those skeptical uh, digital materials and use them in a metric where they're able to translate that into better customer satisfaction, better finances, and a more healthy cash flow. And we're able to do that how? Through integrated marketing. I came home to my mansion in California, LA at noon after a half hour of doing business deals on stock and crypto and NFT. And imagine my surprise. I walked into my very own kitchen and who's sitting there but Jay-Z with a napkin stuffed into the top of his shirt, holding a fork in one hand and a knife in the other hand, banging them on the table. And I'm like, Jay, what a pleasure to see you, but I didn't hear that you were coming over for lunch. And Hove said, lunch? Just because it's noon? Tell me, what time is it in European country or Japan or Peru or whatever, that shit. It's probably dinner time right now. It's dinner time now. Cook me up a Wagyu. And then I was like, Hove, I wasn't, I didn't even know that you could have dinner at noon. And he was like, that's the first business tip of the day, but sit down. Cause I'm about to teach you a lot of other business tips that you probably don't know yet, but I know you're so smart that you're going to teach me a lot of tips too. And it's really going to be like equals like business partners almost. Cause you know, so many tips and I know so many tips. And if we combine them, we're just going to be such good at doing business that we're going to get so rich. <laughs> and so then, <laughs> so then we ordered the Wagyu on the phone and someone delivered it. And we had dinner at 12 35 PM. You know, for my birthday, I get a big salad bowl about 20 feet across, and I get a bunch of girls in lingerie, golden retrievers, champagne. You talk about first world ice problems. Cream, I think my candy. slave likes my account more than big me. mechanical we tongs to toss us all around. My biggest birthday salad. Is <laughs> flying my around, candy everywhere, chocolate syrup. We're all having fun, playing, having a really silly time. Crazy expensive dogs. For everyone, Really, 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 really